Welcome to episode 22. Welcome back to the podcast, Hot Mess to Great Success. A little bit of private inspiration to organize pieces of your personal and professional life. Now here's your host, Dr. Jennifer Gardella. Well, hey everyone, this is Dr. Jennifer Gardella. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Hot Mess to Great Success. You know that I am a huge fan of making you feel connected as if you have someone else in the world who's going through exactly what you're going through. Or maybe you just need to hear that other people are fixing their problems like you are. Whatever it is, I'm here for you every week coming to you with a podcast who knows, maybe even twice a week. And this week I wanna talk to you about three big issues. Connecting with fear, and well really the second issue has two parts. Getting connections. I want you to feel like you have the power to get connected to people in the world, whether you're gonna do that on LinkedIn to build your business or your professional life, or whether you're gonna do cold outreach, which will also help build your professional life in some way, or you may just wanna start finding friends again. We're gonna talk all about that. Let me talk about first though, fear. I have been struggling these last couple days with a tremendous amount of fear. You see, for the first time, probably since I started my business, I have the opportunity and I'm in a space where I can literally see limitless possibility in writing books, in growing this podcast, and most importantly for me right now in growing my business. But there are times when doubt and stress creep in and it turns very quickly to fear. And it's been some, I've had some roller coasters just in the last couple days. I did a lot of prep work, all the prep work that I needed to do in December. But now as I start to execute the plan and things are not happening, but I'm building, there's fear. So I went back and looked at the work of Joe Dispenza. He's hysterical because he sounds a little bit crazy. And I also started reading a lot about Wayne Dyer, from Wayne Dyer, I should say. Wayne Dyer has this great line. It's on its way. You just have to act as if what it is you that you want is on its way. And you need to be taking deliberate action in whatever area it is that you are working in and understand that if you are taking action, what you want is on its way. It may not be exactly what you want, but it's on its way, which is really fun to think about. There's also that great meme, if you've seen it going around on social media, which says that we should treat Surrey on our phones or Alexa as our calling. Treat the universe, treat Alexa and Surrey as a space to just ask for what we want. Hey, Surrey, I'd like 25 clients by the end of the month. Hey, Surrey, I'd like a book deal by the end of the week. Hey, Alexa, I'd like peace or to lose 25 pounds. If we start asking for things in a bigger way like that, awesome. Can you imagine how much better we would feel if we then lean on the teachings of Wayne Dyer and say, and now it is on its way. Awesome. Doesn't work that way all the time though, because what creeps in? Fear. So I went to the books, because that's what I do, and I found a book at the library by Susan Jeffers, and it is completely on fear. Because I've been wondering what could be holding me back. And the truth is, in a very few couple pages that I read already, I am learning that it is my fear of failure that has been holding me back all this time. I want to take the steps forward, but I always I let doubt creep in all too often. What if this doesn't work? So I'm scared both of, now some people I should say, are scared of fear of success and fear of failure. 
I knew, I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that I do not have a fear of success. I am ready for it. Uh, I'm ready for the challenge. I'm ready to build. Uh, and I know that when success starts to come, I'll figure out the ways. I am desperately scared though of fear of failure. One thing though that you have to realize and that I have to start to really internalize is that everybody has some fear. There's a great line, there is a devil at every level. I forget where I heard that one. No matter where you are, no matter how you are building your business, no matter what kind of job you have, if you work for a company, if you're an executive, if you're the top sales guy, there's a devil at every level. We all have a little bit of fear. In fact, I read the, um, one of Tony Robbins' books. I'll include it in the show notes at hotmesstogreatsuccess.com. I read one of Tony Robbins' books over break, and he went through a whole bunch of people that had a lot of success in their life, but the very first couple steps that they took, they had no idea how they were gonna complete orders or get things working. I think he referenced Bill Gates. You know, Bill Gates was taking orders and building things and promising, having no idea how it was ever going to come to fruition. We need to know that if we plan and if we truly are following our hearts and what we want to do, that we are moving in the right direction. Now, the truth though is when fear creeps in, it can be debilitating. We could say, well, it's not going to work anyway. I've been there. You know me. I'm nothing if I'm not vulnerable. And I want to tell you that you're not alone in that feeling. Again, it's taking small steps. It's doing that podcast episode like I'm doing right now. Knowing that you're going to take missteps and you are going to screw up, but if you have the resolve to learn and keep moving forward, you'll get rid of your fears. For me, I have learned in, again, just those first few pages of Susan's book that the greatest fear that I have or that I should have is not doing anything. Imagine if I never grow my business. Imagine if I can't help all of those small business owners with social media and blogging and they stay lost. Imagine if I never get my book out and survivors of domestic victims and survivors of domestic violence never hear from someone who's actually thriving after a healing journey. That should be my greatest fear is doing nothing. And remember, there are others who started with far less than you did who are getting it done. So turn fear into a positive and know that there must also be another problem holding you back. It's all about also, and this is something that I really started to explore, fear is part of you, right? I mean, we all have fear. So embrace your fear, kind of give it a big hug. I know that sounds really strange, but give it a big hug. Don't push it away. Don't resist the fear. We always want to be asking, what is this teaching us? So you want to know, like, what is this teaching you? Now, I play in the space often in my writing and in my journaling of how abusers treat people like they do. One thing that I have learned time and time again, both in reflecting on my abusive relationships as well as through my healing journey, abusers live in a constant state of fear. It's why they stalk and harass after a victim has left. It's why they completely and continually meddle in a survivor's life well after the relationship is over. They've lost control and they want their power back. That all they want is power and control over people. They're scared to death of not having it. So turn your need, your fear, your whatever it is that's holding you back into a healthy thing. Turn your power, your need for power, 
your need for control into small, healthy, manageable steps, knowing that you have control over nothing but your actions. Empower yourself. Now, one of the phrases that I hate the most when people say it is, well, you do you. It drives me crazy. You do you. And I'm like, well, I might have been asking them if they wanted to have a drink with me at the bar. Well, I don't drink, but you do you. I mean, I'm not kidding you. It drives me nuts. So I'm not saying just you do you. Take really smart, thought out, powerful actions that are going to lead you to your goal. That's the greatest antidote to fear. You need to empower yourself. And sometimes as we're learning, we need to put people in our lives that will help us with this. So let's move on quickly, or I should say let's pivot. (laughs) It's a big word to the last, to the second big topic. So our second topic really has two parts and it's about connections. One thing that I'm often asked is, how do you connect with so many people? And the truth is, while I love to connect with people, I have been one of those oddballs during COVID that actually loved to be staying home so much because I love my home, I love my family, and my very, very close friends. But during at the beginning of COVID, I kind of freaked out a little bit for many different reasons, and I set a goal, a really bad goal, actually. And that goal was to have 10,000 connections on LinkedIn. It wasn't strategic. I didn't do it in any way to build my business. I just looked at that number and that's all that I wanted. So I would say that if you're looking to find new clients, if you're looking for a new career, if you're building a career, if you're just graduating from college, build connections through LinkedIn in a very strategic way. Make sure that you always have a purpose in reaching out to somebody. Just don't do it for that vanity metric. I hate the vanity metric. You may want to do Zoom calls with people, invite them to coffee over Zoom or in the real world if that's what you want to do. Uh, You may look and want to be a guest on podcast shows like I want to be this year. Great, connect with people on LinkedIn. Send personalized notes and find ways to connect with them. Whenever I send a connection request on LinkedIn, I always go through their profile first. And sure enough, I can always find something to connect with someone for. Now, what's so interesting is that the people, one of the people that I really love, who I never get to spend any time with, has just moved to my area. And this morning I was feeling a little low. A client had reduced their contract. By the way, a client also, a different client just increased their contract. That's the way that my world works. So anyway, uh, my friend messaged me and said, hey, I'm gonna be up in Doylestown. Can we meet for dinner beforehand? And I said, sure, we haven't seen each other. This would be great. I'd love to hang out with you. And he said to me, great, I'm going to a networking event. Would you like to come? And I thought to myself, that's it. That is one of those antidotes also for getting over fear, knowing that I'm doing things, putting the message out to the universe that my that I am open for business and connection. And I'll meet some people and connect with them on LinkedIn. So I'll be building my LinkedIn profile as well. Now, the last thing I wanna talk to you about is cold outreach. This is really difficult. Again, I do it on LinkedIn for my ideal target markets. But as my friend Elizabeth Harrell says, there are many different ways to bring in clients. In fact, she purports that you should have five different ways of bringing in clients. 
makes a lot of sense. You should have five different ways that you're looking for jobs, five different ways that you really look for anything, right? So cold calling may be part of your plan, but you can also reach out to people on LinkedIn. You can also go to networking events. You can use different websites where people are looking for your goods and services. Just don't do this with your ideal clients. You can also do it with power partners. Power partners for me have been phenomenal in building my business. I have power partners where I've built relationships and we refer business to back and forth to one another. I don't count it. I don't, I'm meaning I don't tick off or say, you know, I did four, you did six. However, some of my power partners haven't referred business to me, but I refer business to other people that they work with and that's how they get business. It's all about creating those magical webs. So don't call it cold calling. Don't call it anything but connecting. You're connecting with other people. You're connecting with your future self. You are connecting with your fear and using it for good. You're getting those connections on LinkedIn. And even if it does take picking up the phone and calling an office, whatever it is that you do in your business, I want you to know that when you are doing anything, you're showing the universe that you're open. It's like, again, you're saying, hey Alexa, hey universe, I'm here and I'm building my life. I want to say that it has yet again been my great pleasure that you have chosen to spend these few minutes with me, listening to my advice, ramblings, what I'm learning, and most importantly, my vulnerability. I want you to know that wherever you are in your life, you are absolutely not alone. And I am here to support you in sharing what's going on in my life and how I am building my business and my life and how you can as well. So head on over to the website. I'll link up to all of uh, the notes that were the topics and the people that I mentioned here today. And until next time, I look forward to hearing of your successes. Thanks so much.